Today's episode of Who Are These Podcasts is brought to you by Manscaped. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code WATP20 at manscaped.com. Every dumb thought in their fucking head is coming out into a microphone. Let us humiliate ourselves, us nobodies, who enjoy podcasting. Episode 247. Are you a boner guy? Cuz. Cuzaroo. Cuzaroo. Slapperoonie. It's showtime. W-A-T-P. 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 Hello, Rubber Dicks and Cousaroos. Welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts, the only show that celebrates the end of each episode by throwing an antebellum party. I'm your host, Carl. With me this week, a man who does both tan mom impressions, Shuli Egar. What's going on, Shuli? Hello, Carl. How are you? I am doing great. You look fantastic. Thank you. I just had my equilibrium touched up a little bit. Shuli, I'm really excited to have you on the show. Please go to whoarethese.com to get our email address, voicemail number, link to our subreddit, link to the Discord server, link to our merchandise, link to the YouTube channel, and of course, the link to our Patreon and Supercast featuring two exclusive bonus episodes every single month. We just put out another one yesterday. And what did we talk about on that one, Chris? Do you remember? Oh, God. <laughs> I just recorded it Thursday. What were we talking about? We something Andy ridiculous. And it was uh, June What's Her Lips. Oh, yeah. June Diane Raphael. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we had Raphael. Heather. Yeah, right. And then we had uh, Heather W. call in Ugh. and talk more about our buddy Stutcho. So please get on there and check that out. Also, we encourage our listeners to give us a five star review on Apple Podcasts and then shit all over us in the comments section. Today, we'll be reviewing a podcast called The High Pitch Eric Show. I, te- I teased last week we were going to do Between Two Blue Balls, but this show is better. Between Two Blue <laughs> Balls was more recent. It was from March of last year, but it wasn't enough about High Pitch. High Pitch was more of a bit part on that. So I thought The High Pitch Eric Show would be better. Julie and I have both listened separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. Let's get into it. So this is a show with hosts, High Pitch Eric and Gonzo Shitcock. There's a woman on there, Robin, who's like a phone screener, but not really, because all the calls just go directly into the show, even when they're like mid-conversation. I'm going to play a clip. This is how this, the show starts off. It's a bit of a rough start. Hello. Hey, Eric. I don't know if we cut out or not. I don't know if we're live or not, but if we are live, hi, everyone. Welcome to the uh, to the former Hypogeric podcast featuring Gonzo, now the... <laughs> now, now that is that you, Eric? I still hear the music. No, that's not me. You still hear the music? Hold that's on. Me. This is going great. So I should probably point out because I'm getting right into it. Who High Pitch Eric is now? High Pitch Eric is part of the Howard Stern Whack Pack. He has been for decades now. He has a very high pitched voice, and that's why they discovered him, and that's why. They love him. They've turned him into a monster. He really is so <laughs> entitled on this show. I just, this is right after that intro. Eric cannot deal with life. He's having a very hard time. This is the former High Pitch Eric show featuring Gonzo show. Now, the Gonzo show featuring High Pitch Eric. Is that, that's accurate, right, Eric? Well, maybe. Because it's, because now it's my show. 
because you didn't want to you didn't want all the all the stress of running your own show so and uh, if you guys want to call in and talk to us the phone number is 917-477-7701 and if i get one hate tonight i I end my i end the show tonight one hater and you're going to end it yes so eric starts off by saying i am not going to deal with people trolling me on the show. And guess what happens after that? I wonder. Two hours of people trolling high pitch Eric nonstop. Well, listen, I mean, look, in all honesty, you know, let's be honest here. There was less heavy lifting in the building of the pyramids than there is doing a show with high pitch Eric. Okay. Yes. You you're getting one word. No, yes. Hello. You know, that's all you're getting. And it's hard. It's not easy. And Gonzo, God bless him, broadcasting genius that he is, is having a real rough time. But you you claim that was a bad start to the show. I yeah. say otherwise. I say that was a one-of-a-kind start to the show. You don't hear too many podcasts being put out with that technical glitch in the beginning, and they just let it roll. I love it. Yeah, I, there there is something to it that is unique. I'll give you that. I just want to say, Carl, if I get one hate in chat, I'm fucking gone forever. Yeah, this is what this is what the show is. Is high pitch threatening to leave the show nonstop, and then Gonzo having to plead with them to please stay on the show because it gets way less interesting when he's not there. <laughs> but backing up real quick to your point, Julie, because now Shuli has actually done a ton of work with high pitch Eric. Going all the way back to the craptacular. I mean, surely you were there when High Pitch tried to shit out a pound of shit in what a twenty-four hour period. Yeah, it was uh, the bit was the craptacular. How much could one man shit in twenty-four hours? Um, and there were prop bets. You know, could, would he shit more than a raccoon in one sitting? Would he shit more <laughs> than uh, you know a dog total? Would he? So it was very exciting. And they needed somebody there to read out the weight. And I was just starting at Sirius with the show. And it brought this up in the boardroom at a Howard 100 news meeting. And they said, we need a reporter to cover this. And every reporter looked at each other like, is this a fucking prank? Is this a joke? And I'm the only idiot in the back going, this is history. In my mind, I'm like, this is history. And I raised my hand. I said, let me write in. And uh, and I did it, and that was the first thing I covered: dry heaving the whole time, watching him shit in a portable old people toilet, and getting stuck in it. At one point, he was so fat he couldn't get out of it, and uh, I had to watch his buddy Joey Boots, may he rest in peace, literally pull him out like you pull out a, a truck out of a mud, and uh, <laughs> and and I just remember standing there going. This is this is historic. I'm a part of history right now. We're still talking about it today, Sheila. That, that was a very important event that happened. Yeah, yeah. And uh, let me tell you something. It was not pretty. It was horrific. <laughs> I, I'm guessing that his shits don't smell pleasant, would be my guess. No, no. And there was no, they weren't solid after a while. <laughs> he was eating, you know, Jamaican beef patties, Taco Bell, Subway, you know, you name it. People... They talk about friends. These people are just coming by, like, just dropping off this horrific food to him. And he, thank you. Thank you. Surely I got a shit. Get the toilet. My first foyer, uh, my first entrance into entertainment was that. It took uh, took you 15 years to quit. (laughs) That's that's impressive. I should have quit that day. You're right. Right. 
So I want the reason why I brought that up is just to let everybody know that Shuli has a ton of experience of trying to make high pitch Eric entertaining. It's not easy to do. Here's an example of Gonzo asking seven questions in a row and getting the exact same answer every single time. Do you want to um, do you want him to call in? No. So you guys can talk about it. No. Okay. What if he calls in and he talks to me and then you just don't you just don't talk to him? No. So we can so we can explain. No. What if Juan Bon sucks your dick? No. What if I suck your dick? No. Oh, I thought you told Howard you wanted me to suck your dick. No. <laughs> it's, it's not easy to broadcast with this guy. I, I don't believe that last two. Uh, I, I do believe he would suck Donzo's dick in a second. He, he had a huge crush on Donzo, and they worked together all the time. Yeah, Gonzo's I, like the I, heartthrob of uh, the Stern Show universe, right? Oh, yeah. I remember they were sharing a room once on the road somewhere, and Gonzo sent me video, high-pitched coming out of the shower, and he's got uh, a towel around his waist, which is, the towel's holding on for dear life. It, it's barely making <laughs> it It looks around. like a washcloth on me. And he just cut, right. It looks, it looks like those towels that the high divers use when they get out, like those <laughs> little smocks. Yeah. And he just, and he goes, uh, and he comes out of the shower, and he just goes, Gonzo, I'm naked. Oh, you want to see me naked? And you just hear Gonzo vomiting in the background. <laughs> but um, yeah, I he had a huge crush. But that's Eric, you know. When he, you you ask him if he wants a salad, he'll say no seven times in a row as well. That's how he is. He's a child. He when he right. doesn't want to do something, no is the only answer. Well, this entire episode, he's not in a good mood. He's ornery. At one point. I think uh, Gonzo even asked him what's going on with him. Eric, what's your penis size and circumference? None of your business. Eric, why are you so uptight tonight? Yeah, why are you so uptight? Why are you talking about your penis size? <laughs> why do you want to talk about your <laughs> microphallus? What's your problem? Dude, why are you being a pussy about this? Like, just talk about your dick. <laughs> and Hypitch even says he just woke up. You know, he's kind of out of it. But then something happens. Now, famously, Hypitch took a lie detector test to find out whether he was gay or not. And this mm. was on the Stern show a few years ago. And it turns out that high pitch isn't gay for just any dude. It has to be a celebrity. He's a star fucker. He is a star fucker, but he also likes, let me just throw this in. He also likes local weathermen <laughs> and any uh, law enforcement or fire department in uniform. Big fan of those. That's true. And yeah, if you're an actor playing a police officer, even better. That's like the, mm. the perfect thing for him. Uh yeah, his biggest crush is Donnie Wahlberg. <laughs> so David Arquette calls into this show. I'm not making this up. David Arquette calls into this show. This is the only time that High Pitch is animated and excited. Listen to his response. David Arquette, what's up, buddy? Thanks for calling. What's up, Gonzo? How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm I'm just here with High Pitch. We were talking about um we we weren't we didn't have any callers. No one would call us, so uh we we is thought that we right, David, is that right? Is that really David? Yeah, it is, buddy. How are you? So he's very excited. He's very animated. And oh, he... <laughs> is that David? <laughs> oh, goes... my God. Surely he goes right to hitting on David Arcat. Well, says, David, David <laughs> I, do you plan to come to New York anytime soon? I was just in New York. We were promoting something called Diclegis, which is a morning sickness pill that we did a commercial for. Um, but... what, what a sickness pill, dude. I'll take it. 
after I wake up. <laughs> I'll take that. Oh, uh, I'm in my fourth trimester. <laughs> I need that. I love the way uh, he hits on David Arquette is the same way like Stuttering John hits on Chrissy Mayer. <laughs> are you, are you going to be in New York? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, uh, you know, this is clearly before David sobered up. I mean, you don't get this booking with a sober David Arquette. No. So let's just throw that out there. Yeah. So, of course, Gonzo thanks David for calling in. And High Pitch wants to make sure that David knows his appreciation for it. Well, yeah, you're my favorite. You're my favorite caller on the Stern Show. Hey, thank you, Gonzo. And we I love really we, Yeah, we love you. <laughs> He's like jumping over people to tell them how much he loves David Arquette. David, we love you, and some of us are hard for you right now. <laughs> I've got a half an inch for you. Yeah, that's when you know he's really like somebody or he's really tired is when his octaves dip like a roller coaster. Ooh, like, yeah. he'll, he'll just go, is that really David? <laughs> like, it's just. <laughs> I hate that I, I can't help but do the impression whenever I hear his voice. And I should not be even trying it. When we have no, the master, you absolutely right should. Everybody, yeah, when to. he texts me, I only read it in his voice. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah, it's that's just what everybody has to do. You can't not do the voice. So I want to talk about the main theme of this show, and the main theme is people call in to troll high pitch, and then he overreacts like a motherfucker. I have a supercut that I put together. <laughs> Sit back and enjoy just from one episode of this show. High pitch Eric motherfucking people. Fuck you. Go to hell. Hope you die. Fuck you. You should go to hell and fucking suck my dick. Go fuck yourself and die, asshole. Fuck you, asshole. No, fuck you, Gonzo. Tell him to fuck off. Hey, you drop dead and fucking suck my dick. Tell him to shut the fuck up. Fuck you, asshole. Fuck you. I'll kill you. He's being a creepy fuck, so I'll kill him. Alright, have a hang up on this douchebag. Fuck you, asshole. Suck my dick. Hey, hang up in this moron. Sure. You, can, you can tell Ray to fucking drop dead. So fuck you, Raisin Bread. I hope you fucking die. And I hope your girlfriend leaves you because you're a fucking piece of shit. So fuck you, loser. <laughs> Jay Dummy, I hope you fucking die, you piece of holy shit. I, I will fucking punch him in the fucking face. I'll fucking take my cane and beat him over the fucking face. Fuck him. So they can go fuck themselves and fucking fuck each other in the ass. They can go fucking suck a dick. Yeah, get your facts straight, oh, dick so face. <laughs> He's obviously the star of the show. I love somebody in chat says, this guy sounds like an angry Mickey Mouse. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> It's so true, man. But that's, you know, Eric doesn't know how to react other than threatening people, um, threatening them with violence, threatening them with having to blow him. And <laughs> No, I like that when he, I like when he tells someone they should die and then blow him. I think that's, yeah, that's yeah, I, right. You should fucking die and then come back to life and suck my fucking dick. <laughs> the thing I love the most about him is is it just sounds like there's a pool of just liquid in his throat mm. whenever he and it's just like and certain letters they just are so loud when they come out because all the phlegm so he's like uh hey hey robert 
Why don't you Why don't you go and suck my dick? <laughs> I thought he had a bacon cheeseburger in his mouth. That's what it sounded like to me. Like he's like in the middle of eating a giant meal during this entire podcast would be my guess. I'd rather that than, you know, uh, I think somebody in chat mentioned this. I'd rather that than somebody going, I'm going to fucking sue you, motherfucker. <laughs> well, yeah, he, he goes that route as well. But... Yeah, but he, you know, his lawyer is trolling him just like all the trolls. So <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, all right. So Gonzo's trying to tell this guy he's got to stop threatening people. And he explains that the reason why people are calling in and trolling him is because he's reacting this way. That's why people troll you, because you get so angry and you wish death upon them. No shit, Sherlock! No shit! I don't think that Hypitch is picking up on this concept. Now, common sense is a train that doesn't stop at his train stop. <laughs> so, you know, I've tried... There's On my Patreon, there's a three-and-a-half, four-minute video before his gastric bypass surgery, which we all paid for, ladies yep. and gentlemen. Um He's sitting there, and it's like a tennis match. We're going back and forth, and he's just going, what if I don't wake up from the anesthesia? And I'm going, well, you're not going to know that because you're not going to be awake, but you will wake up. But what if I don't? But you will. What if I don't? And I'm just like, what the fuck am I doing here? I'm going to jump out. Put me under. I want to get the fuck out of here. That would be the best thing that could possibly happen to you, high pitch. You're an angry, angry man. Although nowadays, is he still rolling in cameo dough? Oh my god! I mean, it's a whole new. It's a rebirth. It's like Spinal Tap two point Mach two point oh. Yeah. You know, it's a whole new version of high pitch. A high pitch Eric with money. This is 2017 it's... high pitch that we're listening to. Since yeah. this has happened, he's gone on cameo. He makes more money than most of the staff at the Howard Stern show. I'm pretty sure. At this point, he's buying oh. vehicles with cash. He's rolling in it. He showed me he showed me his cameo on his phone, you mm -hmm. know, through the app where you can see what you've earned so far. Yeah. And when I tell you I had such a sad drive home that night, <laughs> I mean, I was doing self-inventory on my life, where I'm at. And you know, one of the reasons why he's so popular in there is because he is a real life Ron Burgundy. Right. He'll say you, anything. You write it, he records it, reads it, doesn't think about it. Uh, one of my favorite ones, he's like, Hey, Carl, I want to wish you a happy birthday from your wife, Megan, and White Power. And that's it. That's how it ends. <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't even think twice about it. He has no idea what he just said. He just goes down to the next one. Sent. Sent. Upload. Sent. <laughs> I'm sure he gets good reviews on there too as a result. So that's why oh my keeps God. he's like him. they have him on the front page. He's like one of the biggest earners. No. It's him and the guy from and Kevin from the office are the only ones making money on that thing. Now, he's not real witty or quick. No. Get Who told you that, Carl? He doesn't come up with great comebacks. I like this clip that I'm about to play for you. He like winds up like he's gonna knock it out of the park and then he just has nothing. Well, you know something? You can't fuck with me now. So you wanna know, you wanna fuck with somebody? Go fuck with go fuck with somebody else, dick face. <laughs> you wanna fuck with somebody? You wanna fuck with somebody? Then go fuck with someone else, dick. Hey, you know what they say? When life gives you lemons, get in a car, drive off a cliff. Unfortunately, he would never come up with something that witty. Do you want me to get him to record an ID for you guys? Because oh people God. in the chat 
are yeah, suggesting yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah. you know welcome welcome to who are these podcasts white power <laughs> you know, yeah, if you could get a couple of those, I would, you I could would just, definitely play You could just clip me doing that and just <laughs> use that. You know. Perfect. <laughs> they uh, can't cancel a Jew screaming white power, can they? I don't think so. I mean, <laughs> if, if there was a way to get your podcast canceled, I would have done it by now. For sure. We keep trying. <laughs> we keep trying. But it's not working for us. All right, so the big thing that happens in this episode, after the David Arquette phone call, which lasted all of 90 seconds, which was amazing, Two hour long show, by the way. I'm sorry about that, Julie. So the, the Oh, crazy- don't be sorry about that. Be sorry about sending me more fucking work for this show than <laughs> I had in the 15 years I worked for the fucking Stern show, dude. He goes, I'm gonna send you some audio. I'm thinking <laughs> stuff's gonna be clipped out, two, three minute clips. I start playing it. I look, I go, This fucking Carl wants me to sit through an hour and a half of Gonzo and Eric. Yep. I'm, I'm like, I thought Carl liked me. Dude, the the worst part about coming on this show is the homework involved in it. And that's why most people are like, yeah, I'll never do that again. That was a terrible decision that I just made. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just kidding. I, but, you know, once the weed kicks in, I'm out. You know what I mean? I only have so yeah. much patience. Oh, another great suggestion from the chat. Who are these podcasts? The Holocaust wasn't real. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, I'm just, uh, whatever chat's throwing up that I like, I'm yeah. reading it. Keep them coming, And I'm everybody. giving you guys credit, so Keep them relax coming. over That's there. great. It's funny, though. I, I do have to remind everyone about my first interaction with Chrissy Mayer when she reached out to me and said, I want to be on your show. And I said, great. Then I email her the show that we're going to review, and I say, listen, listen to the show. I'm going to pull a bunch of clips. If you want to, great. If not, that's okay, too. She writes me back immediately and says, oh, you know what? I'm actually busy this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's like the perfect answer. I'm like, I get it. You thought you were just going to go on a podcast, keep the shit. You actually have to do some homework and prep for this, and I apologize for it. So the big thing that happens here is that somebody posts Eric's phone number in the chat. I'm glad to hear that. Thanks for taking my call. God bless. Okay, listen. Right. Hey, Sirico, Sirico, listen. Jack, you be safe tonight. Hey, Gonzo, I'm done with the show because someone posted my fucking phone number in the pod trash chat. Oh, Eric, why the fuck would you say that? Can you please delete that wish? Eric, why the fuck are you? Why, why are you? You're so fucking stupid, Eric. So Eric freaks out that someone posted his real number. Now, of course, the thing to do is to pretend like that's not your real number and not draw attention to it. But of course he freaks out and he's wondering why there aren't people monitoring his chat. So I don't know. I mean, why, why doesn't someone monitor the chat? Yeah. Who are they going to hire for that job? I mean, maybe if this thing doesn't work out with the, the libtard stuff, the centering John's doing, maybe they could hire him to monitor the Gonzo yeah, Shitcock chat. I'm sure they could get somebody if they, you know, walk through the Port Authority terminal and just <laughs> offered somebody five bucks. They'd have, they'd have a phone screener, a, a chat screener. I mean, the fact that you have anybody doing this with you, you should be grateful for. He thinks he's a star. He's like, well, how is this happening? That there aren't three people monitoring our chat and uh, also checking our phone calls. Well, I, I always say he's like the Forrest Gump of the Stern Show, where yeah. You know, nothing should work out for him, but it always kind of does. Right. Yes. You know, we did a a poker tournament and a comedy show out in Schenectady Casino, Rivers Casino. And it was myself, Ronnie, Sal, and High Pitch wanted to come up because he knows he can get a free room 
And so I told him, all right, I'll get you a room. And he's like, what do you want me to do while I'm there? I'm like, nothing. Just hang out, say hi to fans, be nice to them. And he comes up with a concept to give offer people massages for 10 bucks <laughs> while they're playing in the tournament. Okay. And, and I'm thinking, there's no fucking way anybody's no. going to let this guy touch them. Fucking guy walked out of there with $450. Sorts <laughs> he did. You know, and people were buying massages for their buddies at other tables. So they're like sending him <laughs> over. They're like, who the fuck are you? He's like, relax. I'm going to get all the tension out of you. <laughs> the guy across from you has a flush. <laughs> I'd fold if I were you. I saw his pocket hand. <laughs> oh, those that look on his face, those are pocket keys. <laughs> Could you imagine? No wonder he was getting everyone to hire him. Guy's a genius yeah. poker player. <laughs> he he tried to give me a massage. I felt like, you know, DiCaprio fighting the bear in the revenant, you know? I'm just like, ah. Oh God. That paints a picture, doesn't it? So mm -hmm. because his phone never got posted, he decides he's leaving the show. This is mid show. Uh, Hypogeric has informed me that he has indeed hung up because someone posted his phone number. Um, we don't know who the culprit is. Um, we don't know. He just, how do they know? All right. So this is the whole thing is that he's constantly saying, Oh, I'm going to leave then. Oh, I'm not doing the show anymore. Say and... goodbye to your gravy train. <laughs> yeah, right. Although he's right about that because as soon as he's gone and this goes on for 20, 30 minutes. I didn't listen to this part that much, but Gonzo's got nothing without Eric. And I've, I think I've run out of things to say. I don't know. Are, Robin, are we still on the, uh, are we still doing the, um, the Periscope thing? He's got nothing to talk about. So it's really <laughs> I, just an embarrassing part of the show there. Listen, I'm only five episodes into my podcast, but I don't think that's not a fear or a worry <laughs> where one day I'm just like, okay, uh, <laughs> so... Nice weather today. We'll be right back. You know, one of those. But um, yeah, when you're, I always said the whack pack is fascinating. But what's really fascinating to me, the people who hitch themselves up to right. that whack packer, that to me is fascinating. You know, Riley Martin was a great uh, whack packer on the show for years, and then and then you know you get to meet Iran. Yeah, right. Uh, uh, my friend Iran <laughs> is here. You understand? And then you made Iran, and Iran is just a whole nother ball game. And you're like, wow. So, what's going on in Iran's life that he's hooking up with Riley? Like, that's a safe bet, you know? Right. So, what you're saying is that the Gonzo vehicle isn't going to go very far without the gasoline that is high pitch Eric. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, I mean, if we if we trace back Gonzo's illustrious career, it started with uh, Eric the Midget, okay, and then it moved on to High Pitch, and he trolled Eric the Midget like this for years, and right. it was great content. It was hilarious stuff. Gonzo did a great job, well, uh, but you know, without that golden goose, it's some heavy heavy shit going on. Well, thank God Eric comes back to the show, and only the way that High Pitch Eric can come back onto a show. By telling someone to drop dead. Eric, what's going on over there? By, by the way. Eric, welcome to your show. By the way. Our show. You, can, you can tell Ray to fucking drop dead. Eric, no more death 
threats. I know that's not a, technically a death threat, but you're, you're doing a good job of dancing your way around it. But stop listen, wishing death upon people. What the fuck is wrong with you? Tell stop Ray, stop tell, with the death. Listen, tell Razor Brett to drop dead and I hope you fucking oh. die. <laughs> All right. If you're on the internet telling Raisin Brett to drop dead, you might want to check your priorities in life. I'm going to fucking kill Razor That's Brian. the best part is all the dumb names that he has yeah. to fight with. You know, he's like, hey, tell Purple Wiggy to go fucking die. <laughs> it's hard to take him seriously with that voice yeah. and the name that he's threatening. Yeah. Hey, tell Bag of Shit that I don't appreciate that at all. So what Gonzo's trying to tell Hypech is that he's fucking up his own karma by threatening everybody with violence and death threats, and I don't think Hypech is getting it. Well, you know, he started this shit, and karma's going to be a bitch to him, so he better run and hide. And he better watch his fucking back. I don't think he's getting it when he's like, "Yeah, well, his karma is gonna suck because I'm gonna murder him." <laughs> Wait, yeah, that's not what, that's not what this is. Karma's coming in the form of a four four hundred pound, possibly gay guy. <laughs> I just love, I just love it. He's like, hey, oh, you know what? Tell Private Creamy that his karma is gonna come back to really kick him in his ass." So this guy, Raisin Bread, lives in Florida, I guess. I don't know how they know any of this stuff. But he, but they're assuming that Raisin Bread's the one who posted his phone number. And Hypitch is very upset with him. And he threatens Raisin Bread the exact same way Stuttering John threatens people, which I found hilarious. Well, you're, you're, Eric, can oh, I tell you're, you're something? Gonna, you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna stalk Raisin Bread and murder him? So he's been running high? Stop being a tough guy, Eric. You're not a fucking tough guy. Eric, stop I had people in Florida that will go after him. Oh, Eric. yeah, yeah, people in Florida that are going to go after raisin bread? Eric. Yes. Eric, <laughs> Eric can I wait, say wait. something? You're, you're going to tell this guy, you're going to tell your, your your mafia in Florida, there's a guy named Raisin Bread. Go find him. Oh, I'll, get, I'll, get, I'll get where he is from his IP address. I'll dox him. How are you going to do that? <laughs> so, I want to point out, although Stuttering John is... Slightly better at it than High Pitch Eric is. It's pretty much the exact same thing. This is John threatening me. Patrick Michael, the only one doing super chats today, so I'll ask, I'll answer his question again. Patrick Michael is a big fan of these idiot, this idiot dude, some fat loser fuck who works at a marketing company in uh, in Rochester. And look, I've been offered to send some of my friends there. Of course, I don't do that. I'm, <laughs> you know, and I wouldn't do that. But there are ways I could fuck with them that are not anything illegal and violent. And I'm in the process of doing that. This guy's going to wish that he doesn't fuck with me. Okay. Just trust oh, me on that. So when you say something, when you put it out there, mm. you're like, well, you know, I wouldn't obviously do that. I wouldn't deny the Holocaust happened. I mean, obviously I wouldn't do that. I think that's right. crazy. There's all these people denying the Holocaust, but. Don't you need friends to actually threaten somebody to do something to them? <laughs> yeah, you would think so. I'm sure it's, I'm sure Stunt Joe has a ton of friends up in Rochester, New York, or Western New York, who are all just waiting I mean, to I'm get gonna, arrested. I'm going to go out on a limb and say Hypitch has more friends that are willing to do that than him. <laughs> yeah, Hypitch probably does know people in Florida who are as fucked up as he is. <laughs> oh, for sure. I mean, crazy finds crazy. You could put a million you know, normal people in a room, put one crazy guy in the other, one crazy girl on the other. They will find each other. It, they will be in love. Trust me. It is me. true. So you mentioned that high pitch is a little bit overweight. 
somebody brings this up and high pitch gets mm. very upset about it but i did think it was funny when he does admit how fat he actually is that he would be upset about being called 400 pounds okay well Eric, you couldn't kill anybody Eric. you're a fucking 400 pound man no i'm not Eric, no eric's okay only 380 pounds whatever eric's 374 pounds sir oh that's get amazing. your get your facts right. Yeah, get your facts straight, oh, I'm dick so face. Sorry. Get your facts hey, straight, my dick shit, you fucker. Faggot. Yeah, fuck you, asshole. Go I'm gonna die in hell. Go die and burn in hell, bitch. I love that he's 26 pounds shy of 400. He's like, yeah, fuck you, asshole. I'm not even close to 400 pounds. How dare you? And by the way, can we just talk honestly for a second? I think it might be time to find a new phone screener because these calls <laughs> seem a little tilted. You know what? I, I have a clip that's an example of how they're screening the phone calls. They're not at all. People are calling in and this woman, Robin, is putting them through. Even when they're mid-conversation, there's just a caller there. You remember that guy, Serial Killer Jack, right? That co-hosted last week with me for a little bit? Yes. So he has season Unknown tickets. number. Unknown number. Hello. Is this Joe again? No, this is bologna sauce. Oh, hi, bologna sauce. These guys just all of a sudden show up on the show. There's no stopping them. One guy even rickrolls them. Um, I, he has, I don't believe and, it. And he, haven't, and he hasn't said anything about him. 858. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs> I can hang up on them. We were rickrolled. This is a shit show. <laughs> this, show is a, this show is a disaster. This reminds me in Vegas, when I lived in Vegas, uh, I, I would get home from a show or from work, and I'd meet up with my other comic friends, and there was this AM radio station in Vegas, uh, K-Don, 7.20 AM, and it was guys broadcasting from uh, midnight to 4 AM. Okay. They had phone lines. It was three <laughs> phone lines, no screener. Oh, great. So, you ran, it rang, you're on hold. And we would either take mushrooms or get super stoned, and we would prank these guys for their entire four-hour shift. And it was just one, he'd hang up on one, yell at us, next guy's on the other line. Yell at that guy, pick up the next one, yell at that. It was such a fucking joy to fuck with these people because it was they made it so easy. And this reminds me of that. It's just like, she, meanwhile, the, the screener, it's like riding a bike and someone jams a fucking stick right in the wheel. It just stops you cold. Yes. You flip it end <laughs> over end. It's fucked, man. There's no other reason to call this show than to fuck with them. It's the only reason why this show exists is to be fucked yeah, with. Yeah, what are you going to – you gonna uh, Eric, what's your opinion on uh, the trade embargo that's going on? Or, uh, you know, what's your thoughts on us in the Middle East, Eric? I, I once asked him to spell Afghanistan. He started He started AP, and I said, we're good. Thank you. Yeah, we got you it. You can stop. Yep. I'm surprised that he knows that peas can make that sound, though. That's impressive, I guess. I was shocked. <laughs> I'll give him that. Uh, oh, so I, I got a question for you here, Shuli. I'm going to play you a clip, and mm -hmm. I want you to predict how High Pitch is going to answer this. All right? Go ahead. John the Magic Guy asked if you could please apologize for saying fuck his family. How do you think, how do you think High Pitch is going to uh, respond to that question? Well, I mean, the first safe answer is just flat out, No. That's one. And then there's the other one. No. Fuck your family. I hope they fucking die. I'll fucking come over there and stab everybody. 
You know him very well. Here's the actual answer. No, not at all. Because it's the way he treats me. He needs to apologize to me first. Everyone owes High Pitch something. I don't know why, but everyone owes him something. It's amazing. Well, he's cashing in on what everybody owes him through Cameo. I'll tell you that. I, that's still going, huh? Yeah. Yeah. It's still, I mean, he, he has, I think, between 8 to 12 a day that he does. It's unbelievable. And uh, there's got to be so much jealousy going. I know that, like, Jeff the Drunk is very jealous about this, that he makes so much. I fucking do cameo. What does this motherfucker do that I don't do? Meanwhile, every cameo Jeff gets, he's like, I'm not reading that. <laughs> Can I tell you nope. that you do a better Jeff the Drunk than Jeff the Drunk at this point? He just, he's not even that funny anymore. <laughs> I love him. I love. I, I mean, I've had so many amazing moments with that guy. And uh, probably my favorite is when he was doing um, karaoke on Periscope. Yeah. And he ha he had his tablet and he was on Periscope. And then he had his cell phone playing the karaoke song. And I was sitting at my desk watching him. And I go, I wonder what would happen if I call his cell phone in the middle of this concert. And sure enough, it just cuts off his karaoke music. <laughs> And the funniest part was his ringer on his cell phone was a song parody about Jeff the Drunk, about him, oh, no. to the tune of Motley Crue, Girls, Girls, Girls. <laughs> so every time I called him, which was like 10 times in a row, it would just, he'd be in the middle, he'd be like, I hurt myself today to see if I Jeff the Drunk! <laughs> And he gets so, what the fuck? He gets so mad. And he answers, hello, hello. <laughs> and I just have my number blocked, my mic off. And he fucking, he finally, he's like, I'm shutting down till I figure this shit out. And he shuts down the whole show. And he calls me the next day. And he's like, listen, somebody's fucking with me. I haven't figured out who it is yet. How do you keep a straight face with, on this phone call? I'm just, I'm holding my breath. And he's like, I haven't figured it out yet, but I'm close. So I changed my number and I'm only going to give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> or you could play the karaoke music through a different device and put your yeah. phone on mute. Like there's, there's other solutions to this. Oh man. In the heyday of Periscope, that dude was living large, man. People were, he had like 20 packages delivered every day to his yeah. house. People were sending him gifts, pizza, food. Well, he got so wrapped up in it that he forgot that he was broadcasting himself to the internet. At one point, he wasn't he like jerking off on there and he forgot that he was broadcasting? Uh, I don't know if that's actual fact, but what I do know is that, you know, if you have a girl's picture on whatever um, form of social media you reach him on, you will get a dick pic whether you ask for it or not. <laughs> yes. Some women have gotten a video. Um, but yeah, he is, uh, he, he's pedal to the metal. He goes hard. <laughs> <laughs> he goes hard in the paint for sure. He goes hard in the paint. Yeah. Uh, so high pitch's whole thing is I'm not going to do the show anymore. I can't take any of these haters. He announces that at the beginning of the show, he actually leaves the show. He comes back on the show. And then at the end of the show, he says this, uh, Eric, any final words you want to say while we end the show? Yes. Yeah, I won't be here next week. Why? You can do the show by yourself. Why? You do, oh, because one, because fucking one person posts your number? One yeah. hater? 
We had David yeah. Arquette call in and give us nothing but love and, and praise our show. At least we well, got the... I, I don't care. You can do the show next week on your own. At least we I got know, the baby. exclusive. I love that that's his only shtick. Is I'm not, I, the show that has my name as the title, I'm not going to do it anymore. You lost me. Good job. <laughs> you blew it. <laughs> Hope you're happy. Good luck. I think that's about everything that I wanted to hit on this show. Anything else that, uh, any other takeaways that you had? Uh, I'm sorry the show's not on anymore. I, I really think uh, in this day and age of, of what's out there and available to listen to, this show could totally have a home and could live there, no problem. I think it would get more fans than ever. Unfortunately, I think the calls will still go the same way, but I think the show would be great. Well, it's funny. I think High Pitch makes too much money on Cameo. He doesn't have time for this shit. Oh, you're 100% right. This is beneath him at this right. point. Like he'd, he'd be doing Gonzo a favor right. at this point if he did this show. I don't know if that's the real Gonzo shitcock in our Discord or not, but um, it's got to be very, very difficult to host a show with someone who is a little slow and dull. I mean, I do it on the creep off every week, and it is very right. difficult to have a dullard as your co-host <laughs> so i feel for him but he did a, he did a great job gonzo did a bang up job on this show hey like i said it it ain't easy man and he you know he, he's doing the best he can and some days eric is on and yep. he gives you three four word answers and some days it's just one word just the one word no <laughs> you want to no. take calls no all right you know what it's almost march did you know that? I do know that. Yeah. This tournament season, take care of your hair and holes with the best tools for the job. We're talking about our sponsors, Manscaped, the global leaders in male grooming from head to toe. When the clock winds down in March, be clutch and avoid the upset with Manscaped Performance Package to keep all your hair and holes tamed. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. Join the Manscaped movement and start taking care of your balls today with 20% off and free shipping by going to manscaped.com using the code WATP20 for our exclusive offer. I love this copy. Every time new copy comes out, I get very excited about it. Your bracket isn't supposed to be perfect, but with Manscaped Performance Package, you can be confident that your nose, ear, and ball pubes are. Shuli, you familiar with Manscaped, my friend? Hell yeah, dude. It's the only spot where hair grows on me anymore is, you know, my my cock, my ass, so it helps a lot. Thank yeah. you, Manscaped. Shuey's not looking for a barber, but he does need Manscaped. The Manscaped Performance Package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle and number one overall seed this season. Included in this package is the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer. It provides proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps reduce nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. And I, this is what they write on here. I don't think that it reduces hmm. it. I think it eliminates it. Because I have used this product myself, and I've never had an issue with any types of uh, tugs or anything else that would chafe those delicate areas. This amazing bundle also includes the Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer, the best trimmer on the market for your balls, butt, and body. It checks every box for a Final Four run. Now, this is new. Uh, your purchase goes towards a good cause because they have partnered with the GOAT, Alex Caruso, and the Testicular Cancer Society to bring awareness to testicular cancer. That's a hard word for me to say. Bring awareness to testicular cancer, men's health, and early cancer detection. Manscaped is committed to raising awareness for the most common form of cancer in men age 15 to 35 
and giving support for fighters, survivors, and families impacted by testicular cancer as part of their We Save Balls initiative. <laughs> so please, every purchase of Manscaped goes towards contributions made to the Testicular Cancer Society. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code WATP20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code WATP20. When things get hairy, make sure to call on Manscaped in clutch time. Does that make sense in clutch time? I'd, I'd say in the clutch, but all right, whatever. That sounds good. Look at you just calling audible after audible. Right, I love right? it. I'm not reading this. I'll I'm, read it this way. Good for you. <laughs> I'm a pro. Well, surely one of the things that makes this show tolerable for our listeners is I go mm-hmm. back and edit the shit out of it. I really, clean, <laughs> right. I really clean it up in post. I've done some hatchet jobs on my own show to really make sure that it's even close to listenable. Um, <laughs> So, Julie, people have been sending me questions that they want to ask you. And sure. I am not going to do that. This is not an interview show. So I wanted to tell people, go to Shuli's Patreon. Join the Patreon. I'm on there. And then you get into the Discord, and you can talk to Shuli on the Shuli Show when you're a Patreon member. I just posted a video in your chat that's from my Patreon page that I'm sharing with the chat. Hopefully you guys can see it, but it's... I talked to you about the uh, high pitch Eric anesthesia thing. I just posted that video in the chat. If Beautiful. people want to check that out. Yeah. When you join the, the great thing about your Patreon is that you have hundreds of videos from encounters with the whack pack. One of my favorites is underdog lady in the parade. And you're just yeah. posting these videos nonstop. And it's, I get emails every day almost with a, a different video that you can check out. They're short. They're fun. Yeah, like I said, I have 15 years worth of odd shit in my cloud, and um, and and so I'm kind of dumping it off. I, you know, I'm just there's fans that are there. This is stuff that's never been seen, never been aired. It's in my phone from events that I was at or comedy shows that they come to, and there's a lot of great stuff. I mean, you know, just go in if you're interested. If you're a fan of the show or the Whack Pack. Uh, definitely the bonus videos, the bonus content you'll enjoy. And hopefully you'll enjoy the podcast as well. Yeah, the podcast is free. I just listened to the episode where you had Doug Stanhope on, who is a phenomenal comedian. And one of the things you guys were talking about was you're not a fan of web sleuths. (laughs) Now, I just don't like that they're getting a title like like it's an actual (laughs) occupation or it's something that you, you know, that you can strive to do it's it's people you know they're out of the work most likely or they got too much free time that's how you become a web sleuth well i have bad news for you because one of our listeners seems to be a web sleuth they brought it to my attention i want to ask you just this one question sure the person noticed that your youtube channel looks an awful lot like stuttering john's did back when he was working with vince the attorney and they're wondering yeah. if you are working with vince the attorney by any chance Fuck you, Vinny! <laughs> you motherfucker! I'm gonna stab your fucking kid, Vinny. I'm gonna I'm gonna buy him a toy, and then when he's playing with him, I'm gonna fucking stab him. I was um, re- I was really impressed. I, he sent me the screenshots side by side. I was like, yeah, yeah, that looks like it's probably the same guy doing that. That's good. Let me just say this: you uh, you are not uh, doing anything good for as far as me liking web sleuths from here on out. <laughs> I knew that wouldn't help. You've sent us about 100 steps back. But no, I've known Vinny for a long time, uh, even before he got hooked up with High Pitch. Um, He actually helped me out 
with the deal. So we were living, uh, my wife, this is before we had the second kid. So it was my wife and my daughter. We were living in a place in Flushing. And for whatever reason, we were renting this. It was a home, but that's how New York is. It's like a two-story home, and one family rents the top. The other one rents the bottom. So it was a nice place, but the the landlord, their family, they were old school paisanos. And uh, one day they they were just like, uh, you guys got to go. And we're like, what do you mean? I got a wife and kid. We can't can't just throw us out. And they tried to, like, make up reasons to evict us. Meanwhile, our rent, everything was paid on time. They just had somebody that was willing to pay more rent, and they right. wanted us to leave. Yep. So I didn't know what to do. I, I bumped into Vinny a couple times. I called him. I asked him for his opinion. He says, I'm going to help you out. He says, get ready because you're not going to have to pay rent for the next six months. Save your money. Find a new place, brother. He wasn't lying. I, I th- this dude, the the landlord was like, "Listen, I got a real good attorney. It costs a lot of money. You sure you want to go down this road?" Mm-hmm. And I remember telling him, "I have an attorney who's a fan of mine, and it's costing me nothing. So we can go down the road all you want." And then he pulled it off, man. He's he's fucking. He's as good as a lawyer as he is at trolling. And uh, and and yeah. And so that that is Vinny. I've known Vinny for years. He's a good dude. Um, and uh, yeah, he said, I want to help you out with your YouTube. I said, good. I don't know how to do any of this shit. So, I'm glad to hear yeah. that because honestly, I love that guy. The way that he, when he was co-hosting with Stuttering John at his show and actively trolling him to his face, it was one of the greatest things I've ever seen in my life. So props to Well, Vinny. we got some cool shit coming up on YouTube that he wants to do like half hour interview segments with me where he just asks like, a lot of the questions that people want answered. Oh, good. Okay. And and so we got one coming out. Uh, I think next week it's about Jackie's salary, and oh, okay, we're gonna, good. yeah. And so we're gonna be doing a bunch of stuff like that. And I'll talk to him if you want him to come on. I'm sure he would love to come on the show. Oh, that'd be amazing. Yeah, for yeah. sure. That'd be great. If you can hook me up with that. That'd be awesome. Because uh, like I said, I'm a fan. Uh, so one thing I want to talk to you about. My buddy Mike pointed out to me, King of All Blacks was on the Howard Stern show recently. Mm-hmm. And you, you're familiar with King of All Blacks. Lawrence? Yes, I know Lawrence well. <laughs> he's, out, he's out there a little bit. But this mm. was a new low, in my opinion. I'll play the, the clip here for you to react to. One of the guys told me he was talking to King of All Blacks. And King of All Blacks is into this thing with his wife now where she farts on him. He likes when she just <laughs> oh like God. gets on top oh of him and farts. Can you believe that, Ronnie? <laughs> yeah. I know the guy's into feet and smelling feet. This is, I've never heard of this fetish before. I mean, I don't know that it's a fetish so much as two people who are tired of each other. You know what I'm talking about? I don't know. Like, the, the more tired I am of you, the less I want to smell your farts. I get it, but it's like, do you want? Do I want this guy inside of me, or how about I just sit on his head and fart? Well, you know, is, how about? Yeah. <laughs> this is King explaining it. Yeah, and she's and nude, you... or, or she got her panties on, and then I, 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 I'm smelling her panties, and then I go put my nose. And I say, Yo, please let me smell that. Shit. I'll be like, let me smell it. And I and then she like she'll go like that and I go, Oh my God, it just turned me on. It's crazy. God. I never was into that. I just that that creeped in a couple of months ago. That's a weird thing, dude. That could that just happen later in life and all of a sudden you enjoy smelling a chick's farts? God, I hope not. I mean I hope not either, but I can tell you for most of my life when I would take a shit, it was always quiet and, and quick. And now that I'm in my mid forties uh, you know, I'm, I'm, it's like a 21 gun salute in there when I go to town. So 
Things change. Things change. Things but I don't see change. that being a uh, a regular in the rotation for me in the future. But, I, I just uh, had to bring know, it up because I've always thought that Lawrence was creepy and a creep, and I, I don't like the way he talks about abusing women and things like that. But that was a new low for him. I that was uh, disturbing. I um, once did a show in Elko, Nevada, and um, they're known for one thing, and that's their brothels. Okay. So me and two comics. Uh, and the next day in the afternoon, we we went to the brothel because they they have an ad that says we give you a free tour. So we're like, we're fucking broke comics. We don't have any money for hookers. So we said, let's go get the free tour and see if we can get some material out of it. And the woman's giving me a tour and it ends in her room and she's trying to sell me, uh, you know, on a session. I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. I said, but can I ask you a question? I said, what's the weirdest thing a guy ever asked you to do? And she goes. I had a guy ask me to shit on him once. Of course. And I said, did you do it? And without missing the beat, she goes, yeah. Like, what are you, <laughs> stupid? I, I feel like that's one of those things where I can't really do it on demand. That's impressive. That That's a pro. Right well, my first thought is like, where's this woman's employee of the month plaque hanging up in here? Seriously, going above and beyond. Yeah, I, don't, I cannot confirm in the chat if it was Jim Norton, but I can tell you that uh, – that I asked her, I said, what's weirder, the conversation, uh, him asking you to shit on him or the conversation after you've shit on him? What's more uncomfortable? <laughs> yeah, right. Look at the guy's getting dressed. He's like, oh, you know, my oldest is graduating in a week and uh, it's really amazing. Oh, do I have shit on my face still? I'm sorry. So, yeah, I don't I could never. I love my wife. She's my heart and soul. She's. A 20 on a scale of 1 to 10, way out of my league, but you're not farting on me, dude. Sorry. I mean, she could fart on me, but I'm probably not going to get hard from it. You know what? Hold on. Let's try it. Honey, come here. All right. <laughs> Let's try it. Let's see what here. happens. <laughs> could you imagine? I'm on a podcast. We're talking about chicks farting on guys. Can you come here real quick? I think I just heard my come wife here. get home. What's Rip uh... one on me. Let me pull your finger. Come Let's here, honey. Uh, you know what? Something amazing happened. This past week, we posted on our feed shitty song of the week because Brandon from shitty song of the week got Patrick Michael to come on and guest. And we have to discuss this. Don't tell me if you don't like my show. Don't tell me if you don't like my show. Don't tell me. Don't tell me if you don't like my show. Don't tell me if you don't like my show. Don't tell me. Because that's absurd. Brandon, are you there, buddy? Hey, Carl Shuley, how's it going? What's up, buddy? I'm doing great. Uh, not dude. much, doing great. I gotta tell you, man, you pulled off the thing that dozens of people have been trying to do for, I think, years now, and that is to trick Patrick Michael into coming on your show. And you did it in such a way, if people have not heard this yet, the shitty song of the week is about making fun of, of songs of a certain genre. You figure out what's the shittiest song of that genre, and then you pull clips of it, and you, and you talk about it. What Brandon did is he has Patrick Michael on and then plays one of Patrick Michael's songs from the band uh, Kevin that, that he played drums in. Great. Which was really just an ambush. It was... A spectacular ambush. And you even had the patience to go through his song first, play along. Oh, yeah, that chorus does suck. Good point. 
just to like save up for the and let me play just a clip of this music so that everyone hopefully you've heard the episode if you haven't this is what patrick michael's band sounds like that brandon played for patrick michael So, Brandon, what happened after the show is that Patrick Michael went on his Patreon and put out an episode talking about this. But before we get to that, I want you to give us the story of how you got him to come on the show, how you were able to pull off this amazing achievement. Well, Carl, I really didn't even try all that hard. I (laughs) I went into this assuming that he was just going to blow me off from the get-go. So I reached out to him on his uh, Do You Party email, and I didn't hide anything. I was like, hey, my name's Brandon. I host Shitty Song of the Week. We're a music competition review show. I want to have you on the show. And he uh, he was very suspicious of it right away. Uh, he, the first thing he responded with was, well, what is your intentions with having me on the show? <laughs> of course. Wait, wait. Which is a fucking weird response to begin with. But I played <laughs> yeah. along with it and was like, yo, you know, I just I want to learn a little more about you and what you think. Uh, is shit music which is the goal of having everyone that comes on the show i want to learn more about what you think is garbage so you know he tells me that he's uh he's into the idea he's interested but he's a little busy right now so reach out again in a couple weeks and we'll go from there and this go this back and forth goes on for about a couple months and during all this time it's it was when uh, all the discord shit blew up and i thought you know my cover was blown and everything wasn't going to happen but then he messaged me back and said that he was ready to do this, and we picked a date and set it up, and it went through. I have to be honest with you, Brandon. Now, I people have mixed feelings about this. Oh, absolutely. I I wasn't thrilled with what you did because you really did just ambush him. Like you you told him to come on, you lied to him about why you wanted him to come on, and then you played his shitty music for him. And I mean, I I give you props. You had balls. You were just like, yeah, dude, this is your band. It sucks. What's going on? <laughs> what, what do you get to say about that? You suck at drugs. Yeah, Carl, Carl is play. pissed that you gave him content for this show. How dare you? How dare you <laughs> well, provide a time-killing uh, funny bit? Don't ever do that again. Good point, uh, Chili. Good point. But <laughs> I, there's a lot of people who are trying similar cons who now have had all of their covers blown. They're very upset about this. Like You're kind of the winner of the contest, I guess, Brandon, is my point. Well, I mean, I, I don't feel like I did anything that damaging to anyone's shit. You know, it's, this isn't the first time that he's gotten pissed because he got got and that you know, he's, oh, I'm never going to go on anyone's shows. I'll never have anyone come on. And then two weeks later, he's got a guest or he's doing something else. Hey, Patrick Michael can't stop creating content. So what I did has no impact on him, I feel. Okay. You won me good over, point. Brandon. That's a, that's a very good, good point. point. Yeah. Because you know what? The thing that I forget. Because he like quit podcasting a couple of weeks ago. He just stopped putting out episodes. And now he's like already launched another new show. I just saw in our Discord today. He's got some new show that's kind of like Do You Party, but it's about food. Where he asks people like if they've ever worked at a fast food restaurant or something. I, I, don't ask. The guy can't stop himself. He's good at podcasts, so we don't have to worry about it too uh, much. That's crazy. Guess. I have a podcast coming out, uh, Fix My Car, and it's about <laughs> buying houses. So I get it. I get what the guy's trying to do. <laughs> Makes perfect sense. Yeah, this is why this guy's fucking getting trolled. And this is why, Brandon, I agree with you. Brandon's just saying this guy is dog shit all day, every day, and I'm going to be here to cover it. Good for and, you. 
And look, I didn't even do anything that malicious to him. I played his song for him. Oh my God, it's so painful. And then I told him that he sucks at drumming. And then I thanked him for his time. I really don't think that's that that's too malicious. Well, you know, it's kind of like the argument, Carl, with the Whack Pack for years, right? Yeah. There are people that have said the Whack Pack are being exploited. And I say to them, how do you think Beetlejuice's life would be without the show? Right. What do you think that's going to be like? And in in a lot of ways, you're not exploiting this guy. You're bringing new ears and, and listeners and fans. Well, maybe not fans, but you're bringing more people in to his product. Julie, there are legit fans of Patrick Michael, people who are obsessed with listening to him, maybe for the wrong reasons, but they're fans of the show. Because no, I believe it. There's stupid people all over this place. I get it. <laughs> right. But like, you know. So somehow Patrick noticed, because I don't think he pays a lot of attention. He's kind of out of it. But somehow he noticed that I put it out on my feed and he sent you a note, right, Brandon? Oh, yeah. He was super happy about that. He uh, <laughs> he sent me two emails back to back, um, essentially just calling me a cuck and making sure that I screenshot this to make sure that Carl knows that I blocked him. So, Did yeah. you do it? Did you screenshot it? Oh, yeah. I sent it to Carl, of course. <laughs> uh-huh. You're letting Patrick Michael boss you around. What a pussy, bro. <laughs> oh, I told him to go that. fuck himself. You fell for it. What you an idiot. <laughs> so real quick, the highlight of Shitty Song of the Week for me was when Patrick realizes that it's his song. Because you played a little bit for him at the beginning. He's just like, yeah, I don't know. What is this? What's going on? And then he realized it was his song. He's like, oh, you know what? This is actually my band. And he says, you should have picked Snakes in the Grass. He literally <laughs> thinks that his song, Snakes in the Grass, is a good song. Like, legit. Well, I've, I've had a couple people ask me about why I chose the song I did. And the whole reason for getting him on the show to begin with was to see if I can get him to make fun of his own music without right. realizing it. I'm and surprised it, it didn't work, to be honest with you, because I don't know how he would recognize that music. I agree 100%. Like, that, that's why I picked an instrumental song, because I went, if I went with something with his vocals in it, mm -hmm. he would instantly recognize it, and you know the whole thing would blow up. But here we are. Well, I mean, props to him. He handled it very well. I think that's pretty much the consensus. Everyone well, he, he handled it well on my show. Yeah, so let's fast forward to after he gets, he's a little butthurt after that, and he's stewing about it, and he has to podcast and talk about it. Take it away, Brandon. You sent me clips from the show. You tell me what to play. All right, well, you know, like I, like I said before, I had to reach out to Patrick over the course of a couple months, and there was a few emails that went back and forth between that, and this is Patrick's take on it. It's my number two. I was invited to be on a podcast you know, a month and a half ago, two months ago, this dude had been emailing me every other week asking me to be on his show. Now, that's desperate in itself, okay? But it is also my fault because I have an issue with saying just no. I don't want to do it. Oh, bullshit! I have an issue with telling them, hey, man, I have better things to do. That's all this guy does or, is say no. hey, man, or how's Roger that going Roger. to help me? Right? I'm taking time out of my day to be a guest on your show. You obviously have something, you know, I'm going to benefit your show somehow. Bullshit! Whereas me being on your show does nothing for me. He really doesn't understand how this works at all. He thinks no, that him guesting on someone else's show helps their show and not him. I mean, you're you're saying this uh, this guy's delusional. Did you not hear that thing they called music that we played at the beginning? <laughs> oh, that was the it's, other thing. Thanks for reminding me, Sheila. He defended it. He's like, I don't know, man. You can say it's not great, but I like it. I think it's pretty good. It's like, what? Listen, I'm I'm all for you know music, uh, whatever. It's different for everybody. Likes something different, but that that sounded like 
you gave instruments to people at a methadone clinic. That didn't sound like right. a fucking song. That sounded like people passing out playing instruments. Well, his excuse well, was he played drums for a year and then stopped playing drums for four years, which turned into five and then six on the next episode. But he says that that's why he sucks at drums because he stopped playing drums for a year. But I say, if you actually play drums for a year, you have to be better than that for the rest of your life. Well, and, yeah. and let's not forget, Carl, that in previous episodes, when he was talking about the founding the group Kevin, he said that he practiced with Luke every week for three years. Yes. And this is the result that he got. So don't sit there and tell me that you've only been playing drums for one fucking year and then tell me that it, he's a fucking retard. Brandon, dude. calm down. Calm down, dude. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Brandon. <laughs> All right, let's keep going on these clips. What else you got? All right, well, some of you may or may not know that I've got a history with Patrick Michael. I used to podcast with him back when I started uh, in general, and I was wondering if he was going to remember who I was during this call because I figured this was going to go one of two ways. Either he was going to not recognize the song and shit on it the way I was hoping he would and be fucking hysterical. Would have been amazing. Or he was going to recognize me and the song and say, fuck you, you scunt, and hang up the call. Yeah. So I, I really wasn't expecting him to defend his music. I'll give him credit on that. Yeah, that was that was a, a twist. That was a surprise twist. I don't know, that's pretty good. <laughs> After he's making fun of a song that was pretty... Th this is the other great part. Only should I keep forgetting. He brought a song he didn't even listen to as his shitty song of the week. He's like, I don't even know this song, but the singer sucks. So, or not, not even the singer sucks. He didn't like the way the singer looks. So he's like, so this song's going to suck. And then it was a pretty good song. And he's trying to make fun of it, but the, it was actually really well produced and written. And then he, he played that abortion of, of music. And he goes, I don't know, this is pretty good. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, and you know, real quick before we go into a clip, you know, I, I, I told him that the category for this episode was going to be the shittiest song on the internet. Yeah. You know, there are hundreds of thousands of songs that you could pick from. The like, isotopes are on the internet, for Christ's sake. Right. You know, <laughs> you, you, isotopes, Baby Shark, Chocolate Rain, the, the list goes on and on. You can pick any fucking terrible piece of shit. Yeah. He just finds some random thing on his playlist that he's never even heard before and put it on the show. Unbelievable. Only Patrick Michael would be that unprepared. You couldn't listen to a four minute long song. Just one time. Yeah, but right. th this is a this next clip is Patrick realizing who I was, and that's okay because he doesn't care. It's my number three. But we go through first part of the episode, and I I finally realized who this guy was after we finally shut the video off. I don't know what it was. Something made me connect with the sound of his voice and his name, and I realized who he was. But in the introduction, he asked me if I had ever heard his show. Certainly haven't. But then he knew exactly who I was, which means I know the guy and he knows me. The difference is he's been paying attention to what I'm doing, whereas I have no idea what he's been doing. I would have thought Ooh, he was dead. Take that. Because I don't wow. care. I don't care about you, your life, or your existence, <laughs> man. That's just what it is. It means nothing to me. Whether you're here or not means zero. It, I don't care. What? It means nothing. Ouch. He's just trying to hurt that, you now. That hurt. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Yeah, but do you know how much energy and effort it takes to uh, block somebody's life and, and and everything that they were out of your life? Like, that, oh. that takes a million times more effort. And energy. Oh, surely the amount of energy that Patrick Michael has put into not caring is baffling. It's amazing. <laughs> I've never met someone who doesn't care about more things than Patrick Michael. It's really impressive. <laughs> I love those dudes. So he, he didn't understand... Like, he doesn't understand a lot of things about this shit, but he didn't understand why I picked the song that I picked. 
he didn't understand uh, the fucking t- like the timing of it because I told him in the episode that I've been sitting on this song for a long time. I really played into this shit a little bit, right? And he, you know, he didn't you understand did. there why there was a lot it, of build up. If... It was an impressive amount of build up on the show <laughs> before you played the song. Oh yeah, absolutely. And when, uh... oh, God damn it, dude, he he. He didn't understand if I'm sitting on this song for so long, why did it why did it take me this long to reach out to him? And it's my number five. All right. I mean, I put out that that instrumental seven, eight years ago after not playing the drums for, I don't know, six years, give or take. <laughs> so I, I we're just bullshitting. And also, this moron some somehow believes that everything that goes on the internet must be gold, must be perfect, must be polished to the greatest degree. And this is obviously somebody that spends way too much time on the internet as it is. So they're finding the worst things. They they, they downloaded this fucking dumb instrumental we did years ago and, and was waiting to get me on the show. Why did it take him so long to get the balls to ask me? Why was that? Why did it take you so long to get the balls to send that email? If you've been doing the show this long, you've been sitting on that song for this long... Uh, come on, man. Again, try harder. Now, I'd like to answer that question, Carl, if I may. Please. No, suck my dick, Brandon. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, shit. So the reason why it took me so long to reach out to Patrick Michael was because I was biding my time. First of all, I discovered this song a couple months ago. Right. I'm not that fascinated with your fucking music. I love how he thinks... I don't I don't know any of his other songs. He made that a point that I did no research on the show to find that song there. But I wanted to wait until the things built up for him to the point where because if I did this six months ago, you know, he'd get a little upset about it and move on. But I feel like since everyone's been hammering into him that this is the perfect time to do this. Oh, you don't have to justify your timing to us, Brandon. We understand. <laughs> I love that he didn't think you did enough research. You know how hard it is to find the band Kevin on YouTube. They're called Kevin. You know how difficult it is to fucking find that? It's impossible. I mean, and, one and... of the worst band names I've ever <laughs> heard. Ever. Oh, yeah, it's it's fucking retarded. And I've listened to all of uh, Patrick Michael's music. I put in a good amount of research on this shit. I can honestly sit there and say that that song is the worst one that he's ever created. Wow. I mean, fucking retarded is a better band name than Kevin. <laughs> it would have made more sense, too. He probably would have gotten at least like some pity dollars coming in. Oh shit. Well, you know, this whole thing could have been avoided for Patrick. It this whole thing could have ended with the first email if he took any sort of time to do the slightest bit of research into who I am or what the show is. That is I didn't true. Hide Brandon any comes on this show every single month. He comes on who are these podcasts? Every single month. He could have very quickly I've been on Shitty Song of the Week a couple of times. He could have very easily figured out that this was not gonna go well for him. There, well, there mean, is an episode of our show with his name in the title. <laughs> the on. show is called Shitty Song of the Week. What kind of pat on the back are you expecting from that show? <laughs> Correct. It's so ridiculous. Hey, Shuli, we want to have you on Worst Comics of All Time. Okay, hope it goes well. <laughs> I'm going to play you you from an uh, open mic in uh, 1999. You defend this. Well, that was so long ago. <laughs> right. And guess what? I remember my shitty set, and, and and it's like, dude, I know it was dog shit back. Don't be like, I don't even, I don't even remember this song. I don't. Even, how do you not remember the fucking song? It, it's awful. You can't forget that. Fucking also, song. I think the biggest point to make here is that he put it on the internet. 
We've all done shitty things in our lives that we're not proud of. We don't upload them to YouTube immediately following that. No, no, that smart people don't do that. No. Right, right. He he wanted the he was on the show talking about how this was just a bullshit jam session and he didn't take it take take it seriously or anything. But he recorded it. He he named it. He put it up online, and there are hundreds of different videos of this bullshit. So don't tell me that you were just some bullshit wannabe musician that wasn't taking it seriously. This fucking got to you. I broke him with this shit. <laughs> All right, victory <laughs> lap. Fucking Ivan Drago of uh, who are these podcasts? If he dies, he dies. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just play this for Brandon real quick. There it is. Victory lap, victory lap. All right, you get you get part of the jingle. <laughs> I thought that was his song. I'm like, finally, he's doing something good. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> All right, what else do you want to talk about from uh, his rebuttal episode? Well, he does get some sick burns on me. I'm yes. not gonna lie, he gets me pretty good in this episode. He does. So there, are a few. He he likes to stick to a few topic topics or insults with me on this. And my number seven is the first one. You know, everybody wants to give me shit about how many podcasts I have. Well, I know for a fact that this guy's definitely done multiple shows. He might even have multiple shows now. No one's giving him shit. And why is that? Because he has Coke bottle glasses? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Do they Whoa. feel bad for somebody with such poor vision? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> wow, dude. Did he not eat enough carrots? I don't know. <laughs> Does he find context to be irritating? I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe he needs bifocals. I don't know. <laughs> That's well, fine. he also wears glasses. So what the fuck's he talking about? I know. Hey, I don't know this guy. Maybe you know prescriptions change every year. I mean, your eyesight deteriorates. <laughs> I haven't heard Coke bottle glasses in at least fifteen years. Like that's an insult in this guy's head. Yeah, I remember in fucking junior high, we'd be like, "Hey, NASA called. They need their telescopes back. Can we have those glasses?" <laughs> you can be funnier than Coke bottle at this point. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh shit. Well, he's. he's He's also obsessed with headphones, guys. Like we, you've yeah. documented this, Carl, on the show several times. Yeah. I don't understand what his deal is with headphones or why he feels the need to attack me for the pair of headphones that I have. But that's my number nine. Because here's the other thing: you have to have some sort of balls to invite any guest on your show when you're still recording using a PS3 headset. Okay, that's unprofessional as fuck. And it's been this many years, and you haven't upgraded at all. Says the man who has a, a legitimate wall of headphones that he spent no more than $5 on. I don't know, man. There's no coming back from that burn. I don't know, Brad. <laughs> you might want to just put your tail between your legs and slowly walk out of the room because... Yeah, that's it. Can I just plug my shit and get out of here? <laughs> what the yeah. fuck? Does he think I mean, that you're uh, be not like... only is he using PS3, but they're wired. What a loser. <laughs> what a loser. <laughs> he doesn't have a Bluetooth? What an idiot. <sighs> Uh, is he? Uh, it'd be great if he did this rant and then went. And now let me talk about my sponsor Raycon. You know, then <laughs> right. you got a reason. Yes. Oh, uh, you really have shown everyone, Brandon, just how mentally ill this guy is. And I think that there are two schools of thought on Patrick Michael that are starting to occur now. There are people who are actually legitimately feeling bad for him because he's obviously on the spectrum. And then there's those of us who are still really enjoying this entire saga. <laughs> Well, we, I, my thing is, this is where my head's at right now. I'm like, how do I get Vinny hooked up with Patrick Michael? Because that's the producer we all want on that show. Hold on a second. This makes a lot of sense. Because 
Vinny could talk to him about, you know, you have a lawsuit on your hands here against the Who Are These Podcast guys. They're slaying. Oh, yeah. Right and then if he reaches out to him with that, Patrick can get really excited about that. All right, let's not, let's not put it out there. Let's, let's take this offline. <laughs> yeah, we'll, right. we'll plan this offline, Carl. This will be a little more covert than this. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Don't hey, be. guys, don't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. They're, our secret's safe with our listeners. They're cool. Yeah, Brandon, did you hear any of that over your PS3 shit headphones that you're wearing, dude? Oh, oh I didn't hear a thing. Don't worry about it. All right, hey, guys, be cool, all right? <laughs> well you know i know that episode was a little rough and rocky but you know i I got an excuse for it it's because this is the first time that i've ever actually had a guest on my show carl i don't know if you're aware of that (laughs) i think you have guests on all the time but uh what track am i playing here oh it's my number 12 all right it's like you think you're working with someone serious but then you see the headset like come on guy it's been all of these years you're still playing music from your phone into the mic that's not professional it just tells me again that you're not confident in what you do and there's a good chance that i've been the only guest on your show again it would take very little research to figure out if that's true or not can you please this motherfucker talking about recording on your phone can you please play that song again that you played at the beginning and you want to talk about recording better than the first Floyd album. <laughs> oh, <God>. He's <laughs> not professional. That's a good point, Julie. Also, when he was playing the music, it sounded great on the podcast. What's he talking about that you were playing it off your phone? Yeah, you know, I, I do I do a little effort with my show. You know, I, I take pride in what I do. So I've got a soundboard. I've got a mixer. I, I Before the show goes on, I do a check with all the guests to make sure you can hear everything clearly. It's pretty standard shit. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. You learned that from me. <laughs> I did, yes. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, look, guys, we've had a lot of fun shitting on his music tonight, and rightfully so. But don't worry about it because at least he likes what he hears. This is my number 14. But the truth is, is I'd rather listen to my worst music than anything that somebody else has made in a studio. All right? Because when I play, there's something different to it. I have a different vibe than anybody else who listens to it. And I, I don't give a shit how you feel. I'll play my music over anybody's music anytime in my headphones. Sorry. Well, I mean, that, that proves right there <laughs> that the guy is incapable of critiquing his own work. And that therein well, lies the problem. This is why he puts out so many shitty podcasts because he listens back and he goes, "Yeah, that's pretty good." And it's not even about critiquing his own work. He's not even open-minded enough to <laughs> listen to something right. else. That's the other thing. Like every artist, every great artist is like, "I don't want to hear that shit." No, they don't do that. They go the opposite route. They take in as much as they can. The Beatles started using psychedelics. Came out with a whole new fucking thing. Like, what are you talking about, dude? This is why everybody hates this fuck. It's it really is amazing how he he needs to justify in his own head that he doesn't suck, and the way he does that is the most illogical thing. I like the, my worst music better than everything that's great in the world. Why? It's terrible. It just shows how delusional he really is. And I'm going to sit, I'm going to, you know, I love speculating on this show. I'm going to, I'm going to say that he's never actually listened to any of his own songs. I think I did something for him that he's never done before and made him listen to his own shit. You think he's going to sign tough up for love? You gave him yeah. tough love, dude. It's like an intervention. Someone has to. He's going to sign up for drum lessons and uh, be the next. Oh, I ain't going that far. 
<laughs> Do the next Tim Alexander. <laughs> I should just contact him as a drum instructor and see oh, if I can get him. Let's to get do Richard Christie. Can we get Richard Christie to work with this guy? Hi, Patrick Marco. You ready to do some drum roll techniques? I thought your fills were pretty good. You My work favorite. on those fills. I'm gonna stare through this fuck book. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What else? What else can we highlight from this rebuttal episode? All right. So this whole episode is about me. He's focusing in on me, and even then, he throws in things about me that aren't true. He thinks I'm someone else who wanted to have a career as a stand-up for some fucking reason. Look, I don't think I'm funny. I'm not going to write jokes for stand-up set and fucking go on stage and do it. So whatever. This is It's my longest clip, and I apologize for that, but it's number 17. All right. I mean, the truth is, the first joke that he ever shared with me that he allegedly wrote, it was stolen. And it was something about getting his ass licked by a dog while he was having sex. Real original angles there, guy. I mean, the joke came from 40-year-old Virgin, right? When Seth Rogen, they're all sitting there playing cards. First time they hang out, hang out with Andy. And he's telling the joke of, uh, you know, having sex with his girl. The dog comes up, licks his butt. And he doesn't know if he should stop. And remember, the other dude's like, I know your nasty ass kept going. And then he says he stole the dog. So there you go. I mean, it's not even a good premise for the simple fact that it, as soon as it was told to me, I knew where it came from. Okay? It's not a stand-up. It's not somebody doing a stand-up joke. It's from a damn movie. And it's said by somebody and written by people that are much funnier, much more famous than this guy. And he thinks he could just steal the material as his first joke. Get out of here. But if you are, I, I, again, try harder. I'll say that. Uh, it's basic shit anyways. The dog licking your ass while you're having sex. Every comedian tells a stupid joke on that. It's just disgusting anyways. And this, this is the type of guy who thinks he's funny because he can be gross. And I always hated that. I, I prefer somebody to be clever rather than just being like, you know, I stuck my dick in this popcorn thing. You know, whatever. You know, I mean, it's, it's fucking dumb. It's, um, it's basic. That's my bit, dude. That just stole my bit. What the fuck? He thought he was going somewhere with that, too. I mean, I'll riff with you, uh, buddy. Yeah, I put my dick in popcorn. Uh, what's the punchline? I don't know. Uh, that's not butter. All right, boom, boom. Thank you. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Drive home safe. So, what the fuck? Where did that come from, then? Is any of that realistic or true? No, none, none of it's true. And, <laughs> okay. and first of all, this is the guy who's telling you that you know Dane Cook and Crystal Leah are our highbrow comedy, and that's <laughs> right. the only thing that he'll enjoy. And then, and we have caught him on this show stealing jokes directly from movies. So what the fuck is he talking about? Also, a dog licking your ass during sex. This did not originate from 40-year-old virgin. This is not. No, I believe it's a Brian Posehn <laughs> joke, if I'm not mistaken. That would, that it might would even check. be before him, too. Yeah. I mean, dogs have been licking people's asses during sex since the dawn of time, dude. This is true. Used you to know? be, used to be and, wolves. And he, he should run with that premise because it would be funnier than any of the jokes he had. Like, look, you know, I'm not a comedic genius, but I don't. I think I can write something better than, you know, if life gives you a box of chocolates, what do we tell the diabetics? Dude, that is literally <laughs> what he puts on Twitter as the description of his Twitter account. He's so proud of that joke. He thinks it's a masterpiece. Uh, he should have taken the. He should do the dice joke. One of my favorites. He goes. So I got my tongue parked up this chick's ass pipe the other day, right? <laughs> and she looks at me and she was like, do you mind? 
and I tell her, hey, I'm in line at the bank just like everybody else. Relax. (laughs) (laughs) See, that that has everything. It's got every element that you want. Uh, All right. Well, I got two more clips for you from this. But, But real quick, though. So was he trying to say that I remember this guy from years ago and he was sending me jokes back then to tell me that he was trying comedy? Was that what he was saying there? Yeah, he uh, he thinks that I'm someone who reached out to him and said that I had interest in being a stand-up around the same time that he did. And he said it in a way that was like that, that made it me think that he thought I was trying to or he 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 was going to take all the credit for me becoming this brilliant stand-up comedian or whatever. It's fucking retarded. Who would bounce it, ideas it's just, it's off of me. that guy? Who the fuck is going? I need to know if Patrick Michael thinks this is good or not. It doesn't even make sense. I think somebody in a vegetative state probably would bounce ideas off of him. He should, you know what he should do? Here's an idea. You know, Tan Mom has a singing career and she's a musician. Yeah. Now that she's a musician, she should team up with Patrick Michael and start doing music together. Tan Mom, Patrick Michael. They should do a song about the haters. The karaoke shit he's done, he hasn't found someone to do, do, do with there. All right, I'm sorry. All right, what, what were you getting into here? What? That's all right. My my number 18, this is a warning to anyone else who has mm. the audacity to try to fuck with him. All right. So again, if you're trying to get at me somehow or poke fun, try harder. Be funny or creative. Simply picking some shit jam session we did seven years ago, it's just sorry. It's lazy, man. That's really what it is. It's lazy. Just like the headset. Just like the poor quality of the music playing, it's lazy shit. So anybody who's listening to the show and supporting the show, you you must you must be okay with bad quality, bad production, unfunny shit. And oh, if that's wow. the case, wow. welcome to the briefcase. All right, <laughs> little self wow. self deprecation there at the end. It seemed like yeah, good luck sleeping bit. at night with those thoughts in your head, Norman, <laughs> huh? <laughs> I guess I guess you people just like bad production. That's on you. The funny thing is that he really wanted to hurt you. He was trying so hard <laughs> right. to lash out and make you feel bad. And all he came up with was your production's not very good. Your joke that you wrote seven years ago wasn't funny. And you wear thick glasses. Right. Man. And again, he doesn't care about any of this. He doesn't care about any of his music or any of his artwork or anything. But you don't put you don't put 200 plus songs on the internet if you don't care about it. You don't put out a 15-minute ranting episode about someone who tells you your drumming sucks if you don't care about it. Right. Um, but I got one more for you guys before before we end this here. My number six. I listened to this on the episode, and I genuinely was wondering why the fuck he would think this. But I guess I'll say it was my mistake assuming the internet was a community that was supportive of individuals trying anything. Yes, that is your mistake. Why would you think that? It's nothing but trolls. It's That's all the, the internet is, is people trolling you and trying to get over on you, you moron. No, the internet was that place for about 14 hours when it first came out. And <laughs> right. then... 1994. Yeah, and then somebody talks shit, and, that's, and it, all, it was a brush fire. That's it. It's been burning out of control ever since. Well, Patrick's never experienced that euphoria on the internet, so why the hell would he ever think that someone was going to be positive to him? Yeah, that was a lie. That was a lie. That was, uh, oh, this one's on me, guys. I thought everyone was my friends. Like, no, you, you don't think that. You've never thought that. You're always suspicious of everything and everyone's motives. So, and rightfully so. 
<laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, Brandon, take a bow, my friend. Congratulations. You fucked it up for everybody else, but you did it, man. Oh, I appreciate it. I don't think I did. You know, it, it might take some time to get him back into it. Patrick Michael is like a puppy that's been abused for so long. You just have to slowly coax him into coming over to you to get a treat and shit. But he'll come back. Don't oh, worry. I wish you didn't make that analogy. Now I feel really bad. Yeah, what the fuck's going on at your house, dude? Jesus Christ. He's like, it's fine. It's just like abusing a dog. It's it's no problem at all. Like, wait, what? <laughs> He just lost he's got me. A York, he's got a Yorkie that walks around like a like a battered spouse, just <laughs> flinching every time he moves his hand. Yikes! All right, Brandon, thanks so much for coming on this week, and, and congratulations. Yeah, all, thanks for having me, success. and thanks for putting it up on the feed. I appreciate it. Yeah, buddy, no doubt. People should support Brandon at his Patreon, which is patreoncom slash SSOTW. I was trying to think of what it, what the <laughs> letters would be. <laughs> Shitty song of the yeah yeah as as O T W you got it all right cool thanks man. Brandon who beats dogs <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh you just reminded me we got to get a couple more of these IDs coming in so if sure. if, if you could be uh, high pitch uh, and you're listening to who are these podcasts and then just fill in whatever you think makes sense sure hi this is high pitch Eric and you're listening to who are these podcasts. Chinese people smell. <laughs> Perfect. Um, what about one from Jeff? What's up, bitch? You're listening to Who Are These Fucking Podcasts? Polish people are stupid. Fact. Fuck <laughs> me. All right. Again, you do it better than Jeff does it. If, if Jeff was this entertaining, he'd get out of the air. But he's just not. Yeah, he brings zero to the table. All right. Well, Shuli, what have we done today? We talked about High Pitch Eric. We talked about Gonzo Shitcock. We talked about King of All Blacks, Patrick Michael, Shitty Song of the Week. So you know what that means? It's time for everyone's favorite part of the show. The teaser. You familiar with this part of the show, Shuli? You get this part? Oh, in? yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> This is the part of the show where we tease the podcast we'll be reviewing on next week's WATP to get everyone very excited for it. And here is a clip. <laughs> you know what I've been eating a lot of lately is salami. By the time I was ready to leave the country, I saw another vagina. I thought, well, there's just another one. I like the good, clean salami. It's just out there all the time. Yes, this is correct. This is our friend Oxmad Maddox. Banana Docs, whatever character he's playing, we're going to have our buddy Tab from Here's What I Don't Get, a.k.a. Mad Cucks, on the show with us next week to break down Maddox. Tab and I hung out in Tampa back in December, and he drove me to a liquor store when we first met, and so I am forever indebted to him. <laughs> Sounds like a good guy. He's a good guy. So we're going to have him on the show next week. Looking forward to that. Shuli. This has been a blast, my friend. Thank you so much for coming on. Who are these podcasts? Thank you very much for having me. Uh, I'll do it again anytime. Once you, you know, shorten down those fucking homework assignments, yeah. I'll come back. <laughs> I know. Uh, no problem. And uh, and I'm a big fan of the show for quite some time. Uh, love the chat. Uh, you guys got a great fan base. I can't wait for you guys to turn on me. And uh, fuck Stutter and John. 
<laughs> there it is. Shuli, you're oh, the best, buddy. We'll definitely, we'll definitely have you back on again, my friend. All right, boys. Have a good right. one, man. Thanks again. You too. you too. Please join us again next week. It might be the episode where we find out once and for all who are these podcasts. Sleep well, every pony. Starting in the mush pits of morning radio. Great show. Good job, everybody. Great job, everyone. What is this garbage? How do they have a podcast? This is bullshit. You fucking know all about this shit. This doesn't make any sense, Rick. Let's all learn a lesson from this podcast. Don't do what we do, which is a podcast. (laughs) You know, who are these podcasts? I don't know. I don't get it. Makes no sense. It's time once again for a two-minute break from Carl's voice. Some kind of cave demon writes... I legit love these episodes where you make fun of dumb whores for being dumb whores. Carl and Croge absolutely nailed it. Hardest I've laughed at the show in weeks. One suggestion, though. No, you do not need to play any of the voicemails if some stone-drunk moron leaves you a thousand voicemails. That's how we got Boomer Guy, and he was a toxic ass. Those two voicemails instantly wiped out the amazing karaoke performance one. Sad face. Mr. The Loaf says... That was a pretty good episode. Crows always does a good job. But Carl needs to lay off the coffee and meth before doing the show. He was talking way too fast in the beginning. Kraus 94. Great episode. We're getting out of the direction of reviewing insult shows, so this is a promising sign. Mr. Scurvy ponders this. Stutjo's next co-host needs to be Maddox. Would be unbelievable to watch their psychosis and insane worldviews pair up. Neither has been relevant in over a decade. They're both stuck reliving their glory days. They both love making legal threats, thinking they're the greatest, and vastly overstating their importance. It would be incredible. Fartpocalypse Now thinks it might go something like this. Thanks for the super chat, Casey's oversized bra. But I gotta tell you, I never even heard of this mad ox guy before. Bowser's butt plug. Blah, 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 episode discussion. Carl sucks. Andy is cool. Whatever. I just want the subreddit news check to say my dumb username. Upvote and post something you want her to say, too. CloverLogan007. Carl, we get it. You're in a band. Stop with the indirect mentions of your lame-ass garage band. And the name Isotopes? I'm sure there's a real great story behind the origin of the name and all. But I don't give a shit and the name sucks total dick. Other than that, good show. Happy face. Casey. Hey, Carl. How's it going? I'm great. How are you? I'm, I'm great also, Casey. Yeah. Thanks for thanks That's for bringing fun. the energy down a little bit. I was a little too <laughs> wild up earlier. Are you two going to do something? <laughs> I'll get out of here. Oh, Shuli, you're still there, buddy. Hi, I, if, if you want to hang yeah, out. Yeah, I just wanted to. 
We're going to do voicemail. No, now. I just wanted to say leave? goodbye and, uh, and, and thank you again. And I had a blast and your chat's awesome. And uh, thank you guys. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I should have explained this to you. When I have people on who I respect, I usually let them leave before we start doing voicemails and talking about reviews and things like that. This (laughs) This is like the after show. No problem. No problem. It's a pleasure to meet you, Casey, and uh, take care, guys. And we'll be in touch, Carl. Hit me up. Yes, and listen to The Shuley Show. It's a free podcast that is very entertaining. You should check out. Yes, uh, every uh, new episode drops Friday for free on all platforms, and uh, live episodes are Tuesday nights on Patreon. And another podcast coming up, uh, The Miserable Men Show, is coming back, oh, and we're going to be sweet. doing a podcast. Uh, we're all reunited, including the Rev Bob Levy. So so what's the lineup uh, one... for that? Because there were some different lineups over the years. So it's myself, Bob, Mike Morse, and Mark Burns, and we're in the talks with getting the great Al Rosenberg to come back in. So that's amazing. Um, yeah, but we're we're excited, man. We're doing our own thing, and and we're happy, and the support's been great. And thanks, to people like you helping us promote. So I appreciate it. Yeah, dude, thank you. And uh, it's a it's a great product, and I'm I'm happy that you were able to uh, get away from that show and do your own thing. Good for you. Thank you, brother. I'll see you guys. Later, chat. Bye, Carl. Bye. All right. And now he's gone. Let's all talk shit. Just kidding. (laughs) He was great. He was fantastic, as I knew he would be. If if you're Mm -hmm. a fan of the Stern Show and the Whack Pack, he does those impressions pretty fucking spot on. Casey, never listened to any Howard Stern ever in my life. Yeah, you you wouldn't be the demo for that. Before (laughs) before we do reviews, I want to play something. This is a voicemail that Dick Masterson played on his most recent bonus episode. It's a voicemail from Boomer Guy. And he's talking shit about me. He doesn't mention me by name, but I know he's talking about me. So this (laughs) is from the Dick Show, and this is Boomer Guy. Hey, Dick. Hey, Sean. I hope you can hear me. I'm on my way to go buy drugs. Um, Cool, cool. Here's what makes me a rage is whatever... (laughs) I hear people, especially on a podcast or whatever, talk Uh-oh. about, you know, oh, here's this, like, here's this kid's show that I, I used to watch, and it's not a kid's show, okay? It's for, it's for adults, you know, and more specifically about Pee Wee Herman. Oh, yeah, Pee Wee's Playhouse and the, and the fucking movies. Oh, they're no way kiddies whatsoever. They're all for adults. Yeah. No, they're for kids. There's a reason why Pee-wee's Big Adventure is PG, in some cases even G-rated, right? You know, there's even even his show is kid-related. It's, a, it's for kids. It, it's supposed to be like a kid's show. Now you could definitely try to draw one thing to another and just be like, oh, it, you know, well there's there's specific references. And shut the fuck up, man. It's it's a kid's show. It's supposed to be kitty. And then I'm hearing, here's this hate on, oh, uh, Pee Wee's Big Holiday was such a shit show because it's more kid-friendly. Don't they understand that 40 <laughs> or 50-year-olds like me loved it? Yeah. And we think that 40 it's year the olds. most mature yeah. thing. Yeah. I fucking thing need my Pee Wee. Oh, you know, Mr. Rogers was so mature and handled tough tops. Oh, oh, yeah. So no, mature. he fucking didn't. That's like saying that, like, Sesame Street handled rape or shit. No, I didn't. They handled rape like, really dumb, like, you know, levels of, like, serious stuff. Maybe. Yeah, like, dumb levels. Like, by a slight mention of it. But Elmo's goldfish it. died. You know, it's not, not this whole Elmo was raped. fucking thing 
that you as a like an overgrown fucking boomer you know, speak so much approval out of. Uh, like, Elmo's wife is having man. an emotional affair. Fuck off. How are you going to deal with that one, Mr. Uh, Hooper? Love you, bye. So Boomer Guy is talking shit about me at other people's shows now. How does that feel, Carl? Did he think I wouldn't find out about it? Is that what he thought? <laughs> <laughs> you motherfucker. Oh, man, Dick went with it, too. That's hilarious. Well, he, he curates his voicemails. He chose to play that. I don't know what he's yeah, thinking over that way. He did put it on a bonus episode. He he wasn't that excited mm-hmm. about it, but mm-hmm. Casey, we got any reviews? Oh, by the way, before we talk about reviews, Casey mm-hmm. just got a package delivered to her. I sure did. <laughs> that I'm excited yeah. about. We know about the cow outfits. Casey yeah. has decided to go a different route. Yeah, I'm going a different route because I don't want to show my face, but I'm fine with showing the rest of me. Um on you. I have a chicken mask. I have a pair of thigh-high yellow socks. <laughs> I have some red lingerie that I already owned. I didn't have to buy that. Um, so yeah, that'll, that'll I'll send you that uh, soon. Carl, I gotta take the pictures first. All right. Well, look forward to uh, <laughs> the chicken versus the cow. The war. Yeah. The war is really brewing right now. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> It's a barn burner. <laughs> all right. That's, that's a good joke. That's a good joke, Chris. Uh, all right. And we got any new reviews coming through, Casey? Yeah, because you did the, the Tinder podcast last week, right? Yes. With the dumb yeah. sluts. Um, yeah, there's a few, Those a few uh, negative yeah. reviews here. <laughs> all right. Here we go. Not worth the time spend most of the episode talking about how bad these shows are that are doing the same thing they do music beds dumb inside jokes etc either they don't get that they're doing it too or they do it as a joke that's not funny at execution of a good concept that is true we do it as a joke that's not funny that that is the purpose (laughs) of the inside jokes and the music bed it's all meta yeah yeah that's a one-star review carl Okay, fair, fair enough. I feel like I hurt somebody's feelings with a uh, podcast that yeah. we made fun of. All right. Next one. More mediocre white men. Such a bold move to have a terrible podcast whose whole shtick is to call other podcasts terrible. Yeah. Very bold, Carl. That's the whole thing? <laughs> yep. So I love that you could call me out for being a white man. Mm-hmm. That's a fun thing in our society right now, isn't it? This obsession yeah. with people's... Well, I think uh, white women get all the hate that they do deserve. Yeah, you fucking Karens. Yeah. yeah it's all, this is all our fault. You My know poor it. mother-in-law. <laughs> you know, her name's Karen, and it's just not fair. She doesn't deserve Oh, that this. is really sad. That's sad. <laughs> but yeah, that was a one-star review, unsurprisingly. All right. Next one. We're getting a lot of Tinder. hate lately, Chris. What's going on? What are we doing wrong? <laughs> it was a Tinder podcast. Fair enough. <laughs> All right, Broger by Opie's wife's boyfriend in parentheses, not Bam. <laughs> that guy Kroger is hilarious. Is he related to the grocery magnets or just unlucky? <laughs> He's the heir to the Kroger fortune. <laughs> I can't believe he even does our show anymore. He's so wealthy. Yeah. It's amazing. That's, that's, a good, yeah, that's a good one. Yep. <laughs> that was a five star. Oh, okay. All right, next. Terrible. 
I boo cocky. Carl's got a face for radio. Unfortunately, his voice is so bad, he spends half of each episode playing Opie and stuttering John, so he sounds better by comparison. <laughs> At least their studio isn't infested with cockroaches. I'm shipping to Navy boot camp tomorrow, and I'm looking forward to the gas chamber more than listening to these rubber dicks after graduating. Bring back Vic. That's how you do it. <laughs> Very well done. Amazing. It's perfect. Thank you. <laughs> and thank you for your service, too. Yeah. <laughs> All right, next one. Awful. Couldn't stomach more than 20 minutes. The irony of calling others talentless when not one thing I heard come out of your mouth was even remotely funny. Good luck. You'll need it. Yeah, but you hear that one guitar riff I played on that one song during the music special? No. You know what I'm yeah, talking about, that, that one riff in that part? All right. You know, this is starting to, this is starting to bump me out now. <laughs> it's okay. There's, there's one more. There's one more. And okay. You'll like it. Keep them coming. All right. I'd rather go to a Patrick Michael comedy by Sodopotamus. Me, me too. This podcast has less oomph than a stuttering John death threat. The only reason you spend so much time nitpicking him and Patrick Michael is because you have no other way to distinguish yourself apart from them. Leave the podcasting to the experts like Opie, or better yet, maybe you can ask him for some more tips since you ripped off of his We Need Girls in Here repertoire, which you can't even deny because one of your selling points to becoming a patron is a skimpy cow costume with a broken zipper. <laughs> Kindly do us all a favor and become as non-existent as Cripple Jesus's degree in feminist theory. That's very well done also. Yeah, I like well that done. one a lot. Yeah. That was funny. Speaking of Cripple yeah. Jesus, he is going to be on the creep off this week. So Monday at noon Eastern time, we'll be live on YouTube with Cripple Jesus. And guess what the topic is? You know, we always have a theme on the creep off. Creepiest cripple. Vinny invited me to be on his Bachelor podcast. Oh, you should do that. Do you watch The Bachelor? I do because of fucking um, Creeps and Roses. It's like, I'm obsessed with it. It's so amazing. It is a good show. <laughs> I agree with you on that. Uh, yeah. No, The Bachelor is like, oh, God, it's incredible. <laughs> I, I've i never watched it. I've never watched it. I never will watch it. But Creeps and Roses is a great show. It's better than The Creeps. Yeah, well... Yeah, the Creeps and Roses is certainly better than The Bachelor and yeah. The Creep Off, which I can't believe has been on for a year. That's you can't believe The insane. Creep Off has been on for a year. Didn't you just post about your one year? We did. Yes, episode episode, episode fifty two yeah, is uh, is Monday, so that would be one year. We do it every week. So uh, holy shit, look at us. Yeah, time flies <laughs> when you're stuck in quarantine. What should I get for Vinny for our anniversary? Do you think? What do you think he'd like? Pizza. Hmm. Or action yeah, figures. Can you combine the two? I I want to get him a wrestling action figure, but I feel like he already has it. <laughs> him, get him a pizza in the shape of a wrestling belt. That's not a bad idea. If I actually cared about that guy at all, that'd be a fun gift. All right, <laughs> let's 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 check That's out the voicemails. Let's see what's going on with our uh, our voicemail segment here. Hey, Carl. This is uh, Tom from the gas station. Tom. So um, I've fallen a bit behind on the WATP episodes, and I've kind of been catching up. You know, been busy, but 
I just got finished listening to 243. <clears throat> Holy shit, man. Fucking Crows. Crows brought it. This He fucking murdered it, man. Kroger's, yeah. On this episode, like, I was laughing so fucking hard. Whatever, whatever crack he's fucking smoking, you tell him to keep that shit up. It's crack. Man. <laughs> If he keeps on bringing this this big dick energy every time he does a guest appearance on the show, I'll fucking up my Patreon money from five to fucking twenty dollars, man. Sweet. But I'll give him money too. Fuck it. This was the funniest episode I've heard so far. Good shit, guys. Keep that shit up. All right. Crow what is kind a of fan crack favorite. is he smoking? I know. Like, crack has different times. <laughs> Different strain of crack. You guys familiar with... Uh, now, you live down in, in Florida. I hope I'm not doxing you. You live in Florida, Casey. Are you familiar with the governor of New York State? Um, You mean Andrew Cuomo? Andrew Cuomo called into the show. Yeah. Let's see what he has to say. Amazing. Hey, uh, this is uh, Governor Andrew Cuomo here, and I'm calling to apologize about that bit I was doing a couple weeks ago. You know, see, the problem was I took all my jokes and I sent them into the nursing home and that them in Zyklon B. Anyway, uh, please don't call me out on anything. Bye-bye. Perfect. Perfect uh, Cuomo impression. You swear it's the real I person. He's a rapist. You think he's a rapist now? That's what I've heard, yeah. Well, he, he kissed an attractive girl who didn't want to be kissed, who was a subordinate. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. I don't think uh, he has a lot of fans anymore. I think that's kind of gone away, which yeah. is nice. Which mm-hmm. is why I smile talk so much. Because <laughs> Cuomo's yeah. getting his comeuppance. <laughs> So it brings you joy. You know, Heather W. was in the chat earlier. And... He privately messaged me. Oh, really? You guys Are you guys going to become friends now? Never answered her. She just said she was a huge fan, which I, I don't know. I thought someone was fucking with me and that it wasn't Heather W. No, that's the real Heather W. She joined yesterday because she was looking she she read this is funny she read on the reddit that people were talking shit about here in the discord so then she asked me how to get to the discord no not you just people oh so then she well, went to I the... was, but... <laughs> she, didn't, she didn't find it so you're fine <laughs> but she sent me another video of john talking shit about her that i didn't even mm-hmm. know about and we didn't My even God. get to in uh, the bonus episode but We'll save it for another day, I suppose, because it's kind of fun. Oh, I can play it through my phone right now. <laughs> Patrick might go to appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, that's a really good idea. <laughs> All right. Tucker Dixon called in. Hey, Carl. I just listened to this week's episode, and the teaser was almost my favorite part of the show, but then I realized that was high pitch Eric and not Banana Doc, and then it became my least favorite part of the show. Oh, good news. Do better, be better. Anyways. Tucker out. Good news. We're doing Maddox next week. And yeah, I saw that a lot in the Discord today when we were listening to High Pitch. A lot of people thought that sounded like banana dogs. Just like banana dogs. I love Sean's impression of banana dogs. He does it spot on. Maybe I should try to get Sean on next week too. Along with That's Tab. a great idea. He can make fun of me again. Did we make fun of you? Yeah, my voicemail when I left it to let you know I would be oh. a review girl. That's right. Like Sean, Sean picked part. up on the fact that you have zero energy. Yeah, it was really funny. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. He wasn't wrong. <laughs> no. No, he's astute. Yeah. He's a smart guy, that Sean. All right. I'm back to the voicemails. Dick. Carl, I hate you. All right. Uh, that person called back in again right after that. 
take it back. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> I like a good story arc. <laughs> when we're listening yeah, to voice and a callback, yeah, literally. A callback. Amazing. You're odd today, Chris. You're odd today. Oh, you know what I was thinking about today? Obi and Anthony used to do this thing called line of the day. And at the end of the show, the very end of the show, they'd go, okay, what was the funniest line that was said today? And they'd like pick what the funniest line was. On our bonus show, the line of the day was Andy asked Heather W. What do you think Stuttering <laughs> John's dick would taste like after a three-hour airplane flight? <laughs> and it was the fucking funniest thing I've ever heard. And Heather didn't laugh. She just goes, oh, I know. I don't think it would be very good because he's very sweaty. <laughs> She like, she like started answering the question. <laughs> that was, that was oh line of the God. day. Andy, well done, my friend. I'm going to say line of the day was him saying, I didn't know we were going to be this mean. <laughs> that was also hilarious. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, you know what? I should have played this one when Shuli was here. Oops. See. Take out. Your dad is asleep. Take off your PJs. Daddy's coming in with the Vaseline. Your body is soft. Come and give Daddy a hug and a tongue kiss. When we was in the shower, your butt cheeks was warm. It is a fever. After touching you, my hands smell like ham. Okay. Get down on all fours. I need to take your temperature. I put a chunk of Vaseline on the tip of my dick. Daddy loves you. W-A-T-P. Bye, Dave Scott. Signing off. All right. Moving on. Moving on. Hey, Casey or Vic, depending on which one of you is on the show this week, you are so fucking hot. And I just want to lick on your big mommy milkers because I'm, I'm so fucking into you. And I want to lick your ass and and Carl can watch because that's so fucking hot and I'm so fucking into you. Anyway, uh, call me back. That was Pat O'Brien who just called him. Yeah, that was, that was a good creep off. Wow. <laughs> Thank you. I'm not going to win with that, Pat. But I thought it was good. Amazing. Uh, yeah. Do you ever get hit on like that? Casey? Oh, yeah. All the time, Carl. Yeah, I believe it. I believe it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah uh, just get voicemails and voice. Oh, speaking of voicemails, I should have sent this to you. I don't even know if this is a fan who called me. Um, but someone left me a voicemail. I guess I'll, I'll try to send it to you. I have no idea how to do that. I'll, so you can play it next week or something. Yeah, but... just, you can download it as an MP3 and send it. Okay, yeah. Well, he was just talking about how he had insurance to sell me, but he kept calling me a bitch while he was <laughs> telling me he was going to sell me insurance. So okay, that sounds <laughs> the, fun. And he sounded just like this, like, cokehead I used to date when I was in high school, so it was really unsettling. Hmm. But, yeah. All right. So, yeah, it's really strange. I'll send it to you. It's kind of funny. <laughs> Bad news, Chris. She's not in the cokeheads. Not anymore. <laughs> right. I moved on. All right, let's see what else is going on. Hey, Carl. Uh, plenty of people have suggested that Vinny needs to do another episode about The Bachelor to properly fulfill his consequence because the first one didn't really count. Right. Here's a better idea. Have him come on WATP and review a Bachelor podcast with you. This way you mm. both get to suffer. 
Not a bad idea. There's a lot of Bachelor podcasts out there. Really? Bachelor Nation is strong. Oh, one of the Bachelor contestants is a podcaster. You mean on this season? Yeah, I think maybe she's gone now, but yeah. Everyone's a fucking podcast. And her mom, who is Cynthia Rowley, have a podcast together. Ugh. I hate that. Yep. <laughs> I, I, hate, I hate the idea of that. But first podcaster bachelor contestant. That we know of. Right, right. I feel like a lot of reality TV people are also podcasters because they just need a lot of attention. Mm-hmm. It's coming from me. Yeah. Right. The guy puts me? a green tie on and goes on stage. <laughs> oh, well. I Carl, put my tits on your Patreon. You, you did. And they're yeah. fabulous. Carl. <laughs> You made me like a band I don't like. The Seamus episode of Shitty Song of the Week. That band is a band I have hated for so long, but knowing Seamus, the way he talks, he wishes he was Ronaldi Radke. He wants to be that guy so bad that he, like, the jealousy comes out in every word he says. Like he wishes that Kevin song was whatever the hell he brought to Shitty Song of the Week. I just want to say I fucking cannot stop listening to that song just because of how it makes me think of how his Patrick Michael gets now. Sorry. Thank you. <laughs> Why did you play that one? I don't know. I don't know either. All right, one more. One more to go. I, I love what Bag of Schmidt posted in our Discord. Describe yes. your boobs I using only a picture of them. <laughs> well played, sir. It's funny. Amazing. Hey, Carl. Uh, longtime listener. Like the show. Always one of the most consistently funny and entertaining shows of us do. But Agreed. I just want to say you got to review... Matt and Shane's secret podcast. You won't pussy. Coming back. Ooh. That makes me mm-hmm. want to do it. I think he's using a little reverse psychology on me there. Yeah. Matt and Shane's secret podcast. Is that what he said? It's a secret, but I'll yeah. forget. I'll forget. Okay. <laughs> All right. Secret. Cool. Oh, is that Shane Gillis's yeah. podcast? Is that the guy who makes jokes about Asian people? I'll listen to that. <laughs> that sold it. <laughs> so Casey, thank you so much for coming back on the show. I'm glad your internet works. It was nice to talk to you, and I look forward to seeing yeah. your your chicken outfit. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll send that to you. Also, um, I've been giving out agricultural advice on my Twitter to gangrenously. Okay. <laughs> Anyone else wants to ask me about growing things in their yard? anything else relating to soil it's you know that's my good... twitter at is dumb dirt bitch well i think you bring up a good 20 point. followers right now so <laughs> everyone should follow dumb dirt bitch but also when you're doing reviews of watp ask questions about soil in the review yeah. let's make that part of the theme here and then that way when casey reads it she can then also respond to it Mm-hmm. Do you have questions about yeah, soil? Yeah, I right love now? talking about soil. I get way more excited than talking about WATB. So, what about your panties? Are they soiled? 
I'm talking about that. Those right now. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with that. Casey, thanks so much for joining us on the show today. You're fantastic as always. You always bring the energy. We had Brandon on and Shuli. That was a snooze fest. And then Casey comes on and we're like, boom, shout out to the cannon. Yeah, I'm so excited. So that was <laughs> All right. Take care. This is it. It's over. Okay. Goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. Hey, bye. goodbye. I don't know. Who gives a shit? Why am I even still doing this? I'm out of here. What's up, bitch? You're listening to Who Are These Fucking Podcasts. Polish people are stupid. Fact.